Cora's point of view. Shortly after returning home from the therapy session, I decided to head out to the mall with Jungkook. I mean, I've been borrowing clothes from some of the female staff at Big Hit for the last week, so I've got no reason not to. Of course, I don't actually have my money, but I talked to Jungkook about it. He said he'd be willing to buy me clothes, which I thanked him immensely for. With a smile, he leaves the dorm and I follow. We exit the building and enter one of the company cars and he gets in the passenger seat. What are you doing? I ask, confused. I can't drive, Cora. Oh, right. I'll drive. I'd gotten my driver's license on my third day in Bankton's dorm, but it's just a little weird to think that I have to drive Jungkook. I get in the driver's seat and we head to the mall. Jungkook giving me directions all the while. We arrive in one piece, thankfully, and end up window shopping in the mall. There were so many dresses and, and they were just so expensive. I turned to Jungkook then to ask if he has any recommendations for less expensive stores, but he's gone. I turn, doing a quick sweep of my surroundings to see where the kid might have wandered off to, but my eyes end up landing on him as he enters the store. Jungkook! I exclaim, jogging after him. He looks back but smirks, turns, and continues into the store. It doesn't take me long to catch up to him, but it seems it's already too late. He's found the dress on a rack, and before I can say a word, he holds one of them up against me to check the size. Yeah, this should fit, he says, handing it to me. Try it on. I look at the price tag and cringe. No, not happening. I'm not making you pay for this. You're not. That's right. I'm offering. In fact, I'm insisting now. Try it on. Jungkook, it's expensive. Don't, don't spend your money on me. I'm not worth it. Oh, you are worth it. Don't, no, don't make me tell you one thing twice, okay? I sigh definitely taking the dress and trying it on. It fits well. I notice that as I look in the dressing room mirror, I picture myself wearing my hair down and accessorizing a little, and I realize that it's perfect. Come out. Let me see. Jungkook calls from outside. Reluctantly, I leave the dressing room and face Jungkook. His eyes widen and a smile spread across his face. You look amazing, Cora. Like, drop-dead gorgeous. Are you hitting on me? I joke. No, I mean, but that in that dress, the pine people might, you know? Jimin, better be careful. I'm sure. I chuckle. Changing back into my street clothes, Jungkook purchases a dress and though I feel still bad about him buying it, I do really love it. We spend the next three hours or so hours shopping. Time skipped. Today is the day. Stretching from my spot on the couch, I see that it's about 10 in the morning. Most of the boys are probably awake, but they tend to stay in their room so that they don't wake me up. It's sweet of them, really. I get up and walk to the kitchen. I'm not the best cook, and Sokjin tends to do most of the cooking in the dorm anyway, but I know how to cook a few things from training at the company. My speciality is breakfast foods. I find myself cooking some pancakes as they are easy to make and setting them out on the counter for the boys to eat it well. I need to do something to repay Bankton for all of the good things they have done for me, and cooking is really my only option. After I finish cooking breakfast, I enter the bathroom to get ready for the day. I brush my hair and put on some more of the new clothes Jungkook and I bought myself yesterday. Then wash my face and overall tidy myself up. I proceed to knock on the boys' bedroom doors, letting them know that breakfast is ready. Once everyone is in the kitchen, we eat a late breakfast together. You look nice, Cora, Sojin says. Did you pick those out yesterday? Yeah, Jungkook helped. I see, that's why everything's black and white then. 
Laughter ensues from around the table. The rest of the morning seems to go just as well. Though Jimin's pretty quiet. I can only assume that he's being a bit secretive to prepare for the date, so it doesn't bother me much. I just talk to the others instead. Over the past week, I've really grown close to them. Even Yoongi, who I thought wouldn't like me at all, talks to me in a friendly way just like everybody else. I've made the rest of the Bangtan my friends, and I'm happy about that. It's a quiet day. Jimin leaves the house at about noon, and I don't really know why. He's probably just getting ready for the date, so I don't pay much heed to it. Personally, I'm too excited to really mind Jimin's absence. From about noon to 4 o'clock, I do nothing other than sit and fight, watch TV with Trojan. He's become very much an older brother figure to me, and I really appreciate it. We spend time watching two episodes of a drama that Jen likes, and two more hours absentmindedly chanting surfing. The reservations for dinner are set to be 5.30, so at 4 I pick up my things and head to the bathroom to get ready. One quick shower later I feel clean and refreshed, ready for my first official date with my boyfriend. It's kind of a dumb thing to be this excited about it, really. I mean, Jimin and I are already a thing, it doesn't really matter though. I've done nothing but anticipate this since yesterday. I put on the dress Jungkook bought me and remind myself to thank him for it again before I leave. Just looking at myself makes me feel like a completely different person. No longer am I the institutionalized black and white protocol following Kura. But a girl who is going on a date with her boyfriend. Strange. But I like it. I proceed to do my hair and then I stand up to leave the bathroom, but I see a small bag on the counter that I hadn't noticed before. The bag is golden, and on a small tag attached to it is my name. I open it to find a small note in assorted cosmetics. I unfold the note and read it, wondering who it could be from. I notice that you had your eyes on the makeup yesterday, so I got you some. You, you can thank me later. Have fun on your date, Nuna. No one signed the note, but I know that it's from Jungkook. Everyone else in the dorm is older than me. I know I have plenty of things to thank Jungkook for. I sit back down and carefully apply a little bit of makeup, doing my best not to mess it up. When I'm satisfied with the result, I leave the room and find Sobjin, Yoongi, and Jungkook outside in the living room. Jungkook whips his head in my direction immediately, and his sharp movements trigger Yoongi and Jin to look at me as well. Kura, you look amazing! Jungkook exclaims, a broad smile on his face. You're so cute! Sobjin adds, beaming too. You look... Uh, Really nice, Kura, Yungi says tentatively, not really sure how to place his words. Thanks, guys. I reply as I cross the room to meet them. Thank you, especially. I point to Janko before giving him a hug. Anytime, he replies. Jimin sent me a text. He's on his way, Yungi tells me. I nod and sit on the couch with them. We chat idly for 15 minutes or so until there is a knock on the door. I stand and cross the room to answer it even though I know who is on the other side. When I open it, Park Jimin stands before me, a smile on his face. He's wearing a grey suit with a black tie, and I can't deny that he looks great. One of his hands is at his side, and the other is behind his back. I can only assume that he's holding something. Well, 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 it's been quite a while, I say laughing. The guy picks the girl up when they go on dates, right? That doesn't really work if we live together. He offers me his hand and I take it, stepping out in the hallway. We'll be back later. Jimin calls as the door closes. We don't hear a response, but it doesn't matter. 
Now alone in the hallway, Jamin speaks to me. You look marvelous. Thanks, I say, not quite sure how to handle the compliment. You look great too. Thank you. He chuckles as he speaks, then finally removes his hand from behind his back. This is for you, he says, handing me a rose. This is incredibly cheesy, I said, laughing, but I'm incredibly okay with it. I thought so. Now let's go. Jim and I head downstairs and get into his car. He drives to the restaurant we chat, listening to music all the while. When we arrive, I'm on a new level of excited. Jimin, in an orderly, gentlemanly manner, parks the car, gets out, and opens the door for me. I can't help but laugh at his actions he typically does. Who are you and what have you done with Park Jimin? I ask, laughing. I kidnapped him. Jimin states matter-of-factly. Of course you did, I reply. We walk hand-in-hand hand into the restaurant. A well-dressed man is waiting to take a reservation. I believe we have a reservation for Park Jimin. Jimin says, posing it as a more of a question than a statement. Yes, you do. Right this way, the man says. Leading us through the restaurant, we walk through multiple smaller dining rooms before the waiter opens the door and holds it for us. Stepping through it, I find myself in a small courtyard with five or six tables dotting it. The open air is refreshing, and the sky above us just beginning to turn orange, showing signs of sunset. It's truly beautiful. Jimin and I take a seat at our table and almost immediately a young waitress comes over and asks us what we want to drink. We both end up just getting water and the waitress leaves to go get it, leaving us with menus before her departure. Oh jeez, this is fancy, Jimin says, looking his menu over. I don't know what half of these words mean. Me neither, I replied. This might not have been the most idle meal choice. Oh well, we'll figure it out. We always do. The waitress returns and asks us if we have decided on what we like to eat. I decide to get steak as I haven't had it in quite a while. Jimin gets something with salmon and then the waitress disappears again, taking our menus with her. So, this is our first date, huh? Jimin says, shaking his head. I guess, I say, it's kind of weird. Yeah, this isn't what I thought we'd have been doing on our first date. Oh, what were you planning? I can't tell you. I still want to do it. It has to be a surprise. Fine. Jimin pauses before he speaks again. I was thinking something a little more adventurous. Me too, honestly. I agree. Granted, we here kind of forced into this. Had I known, I would have asked for a reservation somewhere else. It's an official first date then. I mean, neither of us technically agreed to it. <sighs> it's our zeroth date, Jimin jokes. I laugh. We keep talking until our food is brought to us. My steak looks amazing and so does Jimin's salmon. We end up cutting each of our dishes in half and sharing them with each other. I try the salmon first and immediately regret not getting it. After tasting the steak though, I don't feel that regret. This is delicious, I explain between bites. Truly, Jimin replies, I don't think I've ever had steak this well made. Me neither. But much to my confusion, Jimin jumps a little as if something startled him. He pulls his phone out of his pocket and I realize it's ringing. And the vibration must have caught him off guard. Who is it? Sangren, Jimin replies. Should I answer? Yeah, it seems important. 
Jabin puts the phone up to his ear and greets Sangman. He can't hear what the police chief has to say, but only what Jabin says in response. Really? You're serious? When? Now? Right now? I can't make that happen. Thank you so much, Young. Bye. I give him a puzzled look. Jimin looks incredibly excited and I don't know why. What's going on? I ask him. We found her, Pura. We found her. Jimin says. Who? Your mother.